This special edition of The Rant is a collaboration with SABL, otherwise known as the South Asian Basketball League. Our guest this episode is Cash, with a K. I like to call him the Thanos of SABL. He's the commissioner, he's a player, and he's even a basketball official. We discuss his experience in wearing all these hats simultaneously and discuss how Referee Rant and SABL will work together now and in the future. We will be starting a new podcast that will showcase SABL players each week, as well as a docuseries showing a day in the life of an official at SABL. And so, my conversation with Cash now. The Rant has been brought to you by Roar Organic. Everything your body needs, nothing it doesn't. There's a reason they say variety is the spice of life, and with their new organic line comes the following exciting flavors. Georgia peach, blueberry acai, cucumber watermelon, mango clementine, pineapple mint, strawberry coconut. Ah! Roar Organic uses a proprietary electrolyte blend created with organic coconut water, organic cane sugar, and sea salt. It's non-GMO, vegan-friendly, gluten-free, no artificial colors or flavors, no preservatives, and no artificial sweeteners. Just 2 grams of sugar and only 10 calories per serving. Visit Roar.land and use the code REFEREERANT, one word, in the checkout and receive 10% off your next purchase. That's Roar.land, code REFEREERANT. All right, we're here with my man Cash, official commissioner of SABL Basketball. I've had the pleasure to ref with him, uh, the pleasure to officiate him, and I've also had the, the pleasure to see him call out technicals out of nowhere. So what's going on, man? You just had a game? Yes. How'd uh, you do? First one, I was doing great, you know, in Division II, um, played well. And the Division Three, which I was supposed to be a better player in there, but bombed. It just, it just wasn't <laughs> your day. <laughs> well, it was the first game, but not the second. Mm. It's like, and they were back-to-back. But uh, you never know how a player is going to perform. Even it's like the first half, you'll see James Harden go 30. In the second half, he's got nothing. Right. <laughs> you're, you're completely correct. So he's a member of the uh, Queens 119 board uh, for the boys basketball. And uh, I always wanted to ask him this. What do you like better, playing, refing, or being the commissioner of SABL? I definitely like playing. Um, I love the game. And uh, basketball wasn't even my first sport when uh, growing up. I used to play a lot of handball, you know, okay. growing up in the streets. Uh, that was the easiest sport to play. You didn't need a lot of people, just two people. Okay, well, basketball is also similar. You can play with one person. What got you into basketball? Um, a lot of my friends were playing, and it was organized. Um, as a team, it brought community together. It brought the guys together. As opposed to handball, it was just one or two guys. That uh, It was not um, the friendship that... Uh, it, the camaraderie. The camaraderie that is brought with basketball. Mm. Okay. And uh, I guess, you know, even though I was much better of a handball player and I was not very good at basketball at all when I try, uh, started playing, I just liked that sport better. Mm. Okay, so obviously you still play. Um, do you plan on continuing playing for a long time or do you think you're going to hang it up at some point? Yeah, I was telling myself a long time uh, in my 30s that I'm going to hang it up at 40. And uh, but it doesn't look like it. I'm 39 <laughs> now, and uh, going to be 40 this year. Uh, but it doesn't seem like I'm going to stop. I'm going to. I think I'm going to go another five. Mm, yeah. So I've I've had a very similar story, and I even reached out to you a couple of months ago of my interest in playing. But 
Um, this refereeing thing has gotten so serious that I'm very nervous that the liability of getting hurt because my trajectory is going to, a co- to be a college official, mm-hmm. and I don't want to ruin my chances because of you know, my, my one time thinking of, of maybe I can play and, and relive my glory days. So just for me, I think I have to recuse myself from playing and just continue officiating. Absolutely. And uh, my, my I had the same problem because I was getting so many injuries. So many, I had a couple of surgeries for the knee, and uh, I thought, you know, I was going to have to hang it up. But I think uh, I put those injuries behind me, and I'm okay. Um, but, uh, you know, just got to slow it down. Uh, yeah. I used to play too many divisions, too many days, even though I still play too many divisions. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I just saw you play, like, three games. <laughs> I was. I used to play three a day, four a day. Wow. But that's what I like about SABL, <laughs> because there's, um, there's a nice nucleus. Um, the camaraderie is really great, and the comp- competition is really good. Um, and, and I do like that it's, it, it's like a form of a community where you know, everyone gets together and sometimes one person plays on another team in a different division. And I just think that's really cool that everyone is so excited and enthused to play basketball. You don't really find that type of thing in, in an adult league. It's like very special here. Um, so I did want to ask you about your odyssey as a basketball official. How did you even get into that? In- when I took over as commissioner here and uh, I saw that I was stuck here most of the time um, just uh, overseeing the league and uh, I spoke to John Papa you know he's the, uh, our uh, signer for the refs and uh, I spoke to him and I'm like how can I become a ref because I'm here all the time anyways mm. and at least might as well make some money because uh, our organization is a non-profit we don't really make money <laughs> We, uh, whatever we do make, uh, we give it back to the community, uh, we give it back to the players, we buy them gifts, or, you know, we um, market it toward getting more people. You know, we use our funds uh, wisely. It's not really to uh, make an income. Right, so it's a self-sustaining thing, and it's, it's kind of a place where the community can play basketball and to get more people that are like-minded and, and are interested and love the game as much. Okay, never thought of it that way. Might as well do that while making money if you're going to be stuck here. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's just discuss SABL. And for those that don't know, it stands for uh, South Asian Basketball League. So how did you get involved with the commissioner side of it? Uh, I, uh, first, it, it was difficult to get into the league. You know, uh, they used to only have eight teams at the time, one division, and I only ran once a year. Wow. Okay. That's where it started off. I can't imagine that. Yeah. And uh, when I took over, uh, I believe uh, there was 12 teams at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, once a year, uh, during the fall, winter season, when everybody couldn't play outdoors, uh, and all one division. It was so hard to um, organize which team or balance the teams, you know, and uh, or have proper rules. There were no proper rules stated on the website. Uh, the website was really old. Uh, I had to deal with the website for five years and, uh, you know, it was a work in progress until one day I said, I'm going to just take over. I'm, I'm not going to wait on, uh, uh, on the website and uh, wait on this and that. I spent two weeks at a website. Wow. Okay. Something that is uh, still up to date to all the technology that other people 
still don't have. We have an app, okay? Uh, we have live stats. We have stats that go um, right from the uh, uh, iPad uh, to the website. Um, we can upload videos, photos, have uh, um, organize uh, chats within the app. There's so many options that we, we didn't have before. Um, at the same time, uh, the biggest thing is the stats system. Being able to just uh, see field goal percentages. That is a big thing for, uh, I would say, SABL. That is, that we stand out there in all the other leagues. No one other leagues that I know that do field goal percentages uh, on three-point line, two-point line. Um, you could tell from the stat sheet what happened. <laughs> and uh, even if you didn't, you can go back and play, play by play as to what happened each day. Wow. Okay? Right. So that also means that the scoreboard uh, administrators have to be on point with that because you got somebody going with the defensive rebounds, the offensive rebounds, the steals, yeah. assists, oh, missed shots. Absolutely. You know, uh, every day I get messages, phone calls. Hey, the stack guy only gave me five assists today. I had eight. So you have to go back within the system no. or you... It's whatever the stats the guy did. I mm. cannot predict what you did or didn't do. That's Here's crazy. Call. Cannot make changes after the fact. So that kind of answers my question for a lot of things because I've always wondered when you're really, you seem so invested on the stats and making sure that's in order. Now I know because you're the one that started all of this uh, and you want to make sure that it runs smooth at all times. Uh, it's not just me. It's the players. The players are so vested in the stats. They care so much about the stats. Um, you may think, you know, the guy who's scoring 40 is really, you know, watching the stat sheet. No, it's the guy who scored five that day. He's watching that stat. Hey, I made five today. Mm -hmm. I had five rebounds. I had two points. That guy is caring, looking at that his stat sheet every day compared to the guy who scored 40. He, he could care less. Mm. Okay, so like I said, I officiate here quite a bit. Um, I'd say sometimes twice a week, but more often than not, at least one time a week. So um, I can vouch for myself that it's an excellent league. It's something that I personally have a lot of um, long withstanding friendships with the other officials that I also ref in other circuits with them. Uh, but I'm always very excited that I ref with a lot of my, some of my really good friends over here. Um, so I guess in terms of being a player, um, let's just discuss how could somebody get involved in SABL if they heard this recording and said, hey, you know, I, I want to have the field goal percentage. I want to I want to join that league. What are the what are the best guidelines for somebody to join? You just got to go to our website, SouthAsianBasketball.com. You can uh, sign up for the email e email list. And uh, anytime there's a new division being uh, registrations open, we sent out emails. We have over, I would say, twenty one hundred people registered. Wow. And this is year-round, right? Yeah. Multiple divisions. Multiple divisions. So, you know, like I said, when I started, it was only 12. Now we have 50 teams. Okay? Seven divisions. Throughout the weekdays, throughout the... And four different levels. People think the levels are not important. They are so important to uh, the league. Um, and you go to the other leagues, and you see they hold a division or a league, and there's 50 teams in one division. Okay, what are the chances of you winning or having a good time in there? Um, or, probably or, or, or not. Or getting to know each other. 
probably okay. <laughs> very slim. Okay. Here, we customized to the players because we want them to get to know each other. We want It's all about the community. They're, usually we do six teams per division. So out of six teams, there's going to be a winner announced in three months. Okay? That's unbelievable. I, I really like... So what do the player want? They want awards. They want to be, uh, you know, uh, awarded. Right. Hey, we, I won something. Even if it's not the championship, they get, we give out multiple awards for a leading rebounder, assist guy, points, MVP, uh, best defender. Yeah, and, and also um, Division One Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's incredible, the, the rollout of awards. It really makes everyone feel, you know... Appreciate that, it. Appreciate it, for sure. And, you know, I... I talked to some some of these guys here. I know there's this one guy that I talked. I forget his name, but he's just an amazing rebounder. Mm-hmm. Whenever I officiate him, I just am so amazed by the, the, the rebounds award every year. It's just unbelievable because he just kind of knows where to go. And just as an official, I, I appreciate that that somebody can has the correct technique without fouling. Mm-hmm. You know, because some of these guys when they do these adult leagues, they're not next necessarily polished. And they haven't played school ball. Yeah. So they're just coming here and, and, and being raw. Yeah. So I always appreciate people that can play organized basketball. All right. And like I said, the six teams also allow them to play each other twice within the same season. It's a perfect bracket for them. And they get to know each other. Hmm. No one can say, I should have made the playoffs. Or I shouldn't have made the playoffs. Just four teams make the playoffs out of six. That's, those are great chances. It's supposed to, out of 50 teams, eight are making it. So just, I guess, the breadth of how your responsibilities are laid out with SABL. You know, you're the commissioner, you field phone calls, um, sometimes you officiate. Um, so it just seems like it's a never-ending thing. Even if you're not here, you are kind of present with SABL. You are SABL. So I guess what I want to ask you from day to day, what's it like running an adult league that consumes a lot of time, especially when you're not here? Thankfully, I've been blessed uh, with my uh, day job, which uh, permits me to uh, answer a lot of the questions. And uh, I got all, all, the entire organization on WhatsApp. My WhatsApp is blown up every day, easily 300 messages a day. Wow. Okay. And, uh, and, and I try to limit just to have the captains talk to me, but no. Every player on the team tries to talk to me and I, if I don't handle the situation properly they get offended mm. but I don't have time to address the 500 players on the team uh, in the but you try to yeah. you, you try to give them whatever they're getting yeah. what, what they need they, they, they need to really you know go to the player uh, the captain that's he, he's the representative for the team you know and he should be communicating mm. I cannot either I communicate with 500 or 50 I'd rather, I'd rather communicate with 50. Even though 50 is a lot, I still would rather communicate yeah. with 50 people. Okay, so I guess you got it. On, you clearly have everything uh, under control. Um, so one thing I wanted to spotlight is, is my fraternity, the officials. Um, what are the best practices for somebody to be successful as an official uh, officiating SABL games? Yeah, the biggest complaint I get from my players, uh, or even when I'm refing, is when... The ref says the wrong response back to them. So let's say a call is made, but they do not handle the question properly. Okay? They say, oh, I don't want to call that because you're up 10 mm. or you're up 20. you got to make the right call. 
You cannot uh, say such things. It's, it's a response. It's better, I would say, advise uh, my reps, don't say anything at all. You made the call. That's, your job is not to communicate with the reps, uh, the players. Your job is to ref the game. Right, and I've been reprimanded for that because <laughs> I have a very colorful personality yeah. and it always comes out. And, and, and what happens is it, it, comes, it comes and hurts you at times because the players complain. Right. The ref said this to me. Right. The ref said... I try to be respectful, though. Yeah, you're being respectful. You're trying to uh, handle the question properly, but they always take it the wrong way Mm. and give the information incorrectly to the commissioner. Hey, the ref said such and such. I had a situation today uh, where the ref ended the game in the first half. I heard about that. What happened? Uh, Players uh, didn't like the call, and the bench started uh, blowing up at the ref, and he gave uh, several texts, and they wouldn't... uh, Respond. Uh, they kept, uh, you know, going back at the ref. The ref couldn't handle it. He had to end the game. That was the proper response. Okay. Yeah. You, you guys don't want to uh, be adults about it. You want to, uh, and, and we, we have a very strict no cursing policy. So I feel whenever we allow cursing, things get escalated. Yes. So that stops the first escalation. You know, uh, from fighting, from uh, other extreme things that. You know, sometimes happen in these adults leagues. I was at the Long Island uh, Hoops the other day. You play in that? I, I got picked up. <laughs> you love basketball. What I a joke. I love basketball. And uh, unfortunately, the ref, all the players were just cursing at him. And he couldn't do nothing. There's no rule of him. And he was just getting abused. Yeah, well, I mean, so I'll just, I'll just say for myself... That's the reason why I like to talk back, because I want them to understand that I'm not going anywhere. And I feel like sometimes when you call technical fouls too early, it kind of sh- not that it shows weakness, but it already shows that you feel you, you feel like you want to get it under control. I like to kind of keep it under control by still having the chaos. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I kind of want to mirror, not completely mirror the behavior, but I just want to let them know that I'm strong, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to back down because you're saying things to me. Because I once played too, and I was very feisty as well. Now, I'm somebody that always respected the refs. Yeah. You know, I'll talk crazy to, to players and all that, but I don't know. It, it, it's not a tactic for me. Now, if I have to call a technical foul, which I did, I want to say two weeks ago because they get out of hand. But, you know, for the most part, I try to kind of let them say their piece, and then I'll say their piece. And then normally they'll complain to you or okay. Pop, and then right. they'll, they'll let me know. But, you know, after that... Normally, I don't, I don't really hold it. Yeah. I don't hold it. I'll, I'll come back the next and, day, and, and I won't And that's care. the problem with these uh, players. They think that rep is out to get them. No. Every week, I guess, I, uh, I get requests, we don't want that particular ref, okay? Next week, we don't want this ref. You don't want any ref. Right, right. <laughs> Unless you're winning. Right. If any game that you lost, you don't want that ref. Right. <laughs> the game and- you won... That's the ref you want. And I'll say that if any SABL player is listening here, I don't, when I get my assignment, I don't get my assignment from Cash. I get it from Pop. Yeah. So when he tells me, you know, I can work 2-3-4, it's convenient for me to come at 2-3-4. Not any other reason. So when I come in here, I have no idea who I'm refing. You know, I don't know who's on whose team because I've seen so many configurations of different players. I've seen some teammates play on opposite teams, mm-hmm. right? I, so I have uh, had players make such a request. I'm like... Why don't you like this ref? What's the reason? You don't like him? Okay, maybe I should give you that ref every week. Mm. Okay? Because I don't see anything wrong he's doing. It's you. You got to, uh, you know, oh, 
he was yelling out, so he was talking back. Okay, I can fix that. Okay? You shouldn't talk to him, he shouldn't talk to you. There you go. It's, so just, they, it, it's, like, it's like a back and forth. Yeah. So it's, if they're saying he's talking back, that implies that they talked that's first, right. right? That's right. So Absolutely. It's one of those things that you have to look in the mirror yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. So I always try to equate it. I know from myself, when it comes to refing, I'd like to be over 95% accurate. So that means like out of 100 calls, including no calls, I want to make sure that I'm making 95 correct, right? So then sometimes when I see people complaining and they missed three straight shots, they got a backcourt violation, they missed an assignment defensively and somebody scored, I'm looking at them and saying, wow, you just made seven mistakes and you're mad at one mistake that you think is a mistake that I think that is not a mistake. Right. So I always find that an interesting dynamic. But, you know, for all officials out there, I think that's what keeps me calm when, you know, an adult player is coming at me. I, I kind of think about their mistakes. And I also try to visualize what they would feel like if they ref because I know that you can tell that when you first started refing, how difficult it was and how, oh, yeah. how easy you thought it was. The, the biggest uh, uh, part is us to uh, explain to the players we cannot see everything. So if I, we give him a response, yeah, you saw him foul you, or you saw him walk or double jump. I didn't. You were in front of him. Right. So how am I supposed to see him? Right. You saw him because you were in front of him. But you're screening me. I can't. Right. I can only move where the ball is going. But if you're in the post, it's hard to call. Mm-hmm. So we can only call what we see. Yes. And I also <laughs> feel as though they lump us together. So... Um, for players out there, um, there's normally two refs assigned to these games. One is in the trail, which is in the back, and one is in the lead. Now, if I'm looking at the same place that the other ref is looking at, I'm probably not doing my job correctly. So sometimes if I'm in the trail and the other official is in the lead and then they're complaining about a call or a call missed in the lead and they're saying to me, what is what are you looking at? It's hard for me to respond to that when I say, I didn't see it. It's not my responsibility mm -hmm. because they think that I'm just trying to pawn off and say like an excuse mm -hmm. where that, that technically is correct. And Cash, you know, because you're you're an official like yeah. you're supposed to look at a certain thing. So yeah. when I'm trying to tell you I didn't see it, I really mean I didn't see it. Yeah. So I hope at the very least that this is educational for players to understand that we have responsibilities. There's a reason why there's two of them. And it's kind of like cut in, as a triangle. I look at one triangle, the other official looks at the triangle. So at the very least, if you're going to complain, complain correctly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what else, what else we can run by here. Um, two other things I see the refs, uh, you know, sometimes uh, they, they will give them the reason, oh, that's not my area. Mm. But you saw it. So if you saw the foul, your, man didn't, your uh, partner did not call it. Right. It's your responsibility to call it. Even though it's not your zone... But you saw it. He didn't. He couldn't. So you have the responsibility to do something. And the worst thing you can do is tell the player it's not my zone. Mm. I do that sometimes, <laughs> so I should stop doing that. Because it's your, you saw it. If yeah. you didn't see it, then it's not your I'll zone. admit that. I'll right? admit that. Sometimes yeah. I've done because that. Because if you're not zone, you can only say that it's not your zone because you didn't see it. Right? Mm -hmm. Because you're, you're, zone, you're looking at the other zone. But if you saw it, you got to call it. Right. That makes sense. Okay, any other um, principles that referees should know um, if they wanted to service SABL? Um, no, just contact John Papa. He's been uh, great for us, and uh, he'll get you in. 
You know, uh, we, we, we've been trying to grow the Asian community, that's where we are. And uh, we, we, we've been trying to grow the referee part of it too. We just had three more referees from the other Asian community come in and um, uh, get certified. Cool. All right. Um, so I just want to say on this podcast too, uh, me and me and Cash are going to formulate a docu-series. So it's kind of like a documentary that's going to follow um, a referee a day in the life of when they have assigned three games here. And it's going to be a nice a nice glimpse of what it's like to to referee this adult league. And I think it's going to be great. We're going to we're going to uh, post it concurrently on refereerant.com as well as southasianbasketball.com. And I think it's going to be a great thing. You have any other final thoughts you want to speak on before we exit? Um, you know, if you're interested in SABL, uh, please visit our website. Um, we always have spots available. It doesn't matter what your uh, your background, background, religion, ethnicity. Religion, yeah, you know, we have a spot for you. Cool, man. This has been great. I really thank you for your time, uh, referee Rant, Ralph the Ref. We're out of here. Thank you. <laughs>